What's up, bridal babes? I hope you're ready for another exciting episode of your favorite local wedding show, Bridal Buzz. I'm your host, Kat, and today we're joined by Ron. He's the owner of Cutting Edge Entertainment here in San Antonio, DJ and entertainment company. We're going to talk all about the hot trends and the ways to elevate your wedding with entertainment. This is going to be a two-part series. Ron is going to be talking all about the entertainment side, and then Tavin is going to come in for part two and talk all about the music side. So... Before we get started, quick shout out to today's sponsor, Limelight Photography and Video. We'll talk more about them as we get going, but let's get started. Thank you so much, Ron, for coming into the studio. You bet. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Uh, why don't we start off with just a little bit about you, a little bit about the history of Cutting Edge, okay. and then we'll get into today's topic. That's one of the things that I think uh, a lot of our clients are just astounded by that when I tell them that we've been around longer than they have, they, um, you know, they're just like, oh, wow. But uh, How yes. How long is that? Uh, 1976 is wow. when we were actually founded. Um, gentleman by the name of Dave Cooper, he founded us in Houston with another individual, uh, brought the company to San Antonio in the late 80s. Um, and then I started as a DJ for him in 1990. And then um, I, uh, he, he was looking to get out and I didn't know what I was going to do for the next several years. So uh, in 1994 is when I took over. Okay. And how did you find yourself in the world of DJing? Did you love music growing up? Did you love people? I really did. Um, I, you know, ever since I was a little kid, I wanted to be in radio mm. and I would tape, I lived in Chicago and, and I would tape all the, the crazy people that were on the radio at that time in the mid eighties. And it evolved into doing something in front of a live audience. And I started with one mobile DJ company in Chicago. Um, and then I moved over to a second one. And then I, I moved down to Texas after that. But uh, that's that was my start, just you know, starting barely when I was 21. Wow, cool. And so you've been in San Antonio for a minute now. Yeah. Talk to me a little bit about the changes you've seen just in general, in the world of DJing, the world of entertain entertainment. It is just really amazing what has happened, you know, over the last 30 years. We bring in uh, new DJs and I um, interview them and I kind of explain how things are. And I, I try not to do this too often, but sometimes I catch myself back in the day, you know, <laughs> and we used to lug around all kinds of equipment. We'd have three cases of albums and 45s and cassettes and all of that. And uh, the equipment was much heavier. You couldn't fit it in a car. You had to have a truck. Um, and now everything is so easy. It's streamlined. It's very impressive. You know, we can walk around with thousands and thousands of songs on a little tiny USB drive yeah. like this. Um, and, uh, you know, and a lot of our guys now, they have Corollas and Honda Civics and, and they hold a full DJ system. So yeah, it's, it's pretty it's really cool, nice. huh? Yeah, it's come a long way just with all of the, the extras, the peripherals that you can get along with just a DJ. Yeah. And so like the setup itself has gotten a lot more compact, a lot easier mm -hmm. to move around, but it doesn't make the experience any less extravagant and extraordinary for the user well it no it doesn't make it any less i think it it really helps yeah. because it's just so easy the way that dj controllers are right now you know i can show somebody in about 10 seconds how to queue up and to play a song yeah and when it's that easy it allows the dj 
to spend more time doing other things, whether it be uh, soliciting requests or talking to guests or helping the bride. You know, our DJs know to jump in there and just kind of look around, check the room and see if there is anything that they can help with. And so um, it really helps kind of free up the DJ a little bit. So I feel like even the world of taking requests is a whole new thing. Like I can imagine before being able to type in a song, you know, in a song bank, I'm sure there was a song, a large song bank for parties, but it wasn't like it is now. Correct. Um, There in, in there, I won't talk too much about um, the legalities of it because it's not very legal to be streaming music um, for a public audience. Um, We try and take all of the music that we need with us, but it's very easy to do that. Um, But when it comes to taking requests, um, there was something that we experimented with uh, when COVID hit and it was just a electronic way to submit a request without having to approach the DJ and get in his face when we were all supposed to be six feet apart. Um, so it is easier to do that now, but you know, we've pretty much gone back to the old way. It's like, Hey, can you play this song? So, uh, taking requests, it's, it's kind of the same as it always has been. Okay, cool. So talk to me a little bit more about, what else besides the DJ equipment itself can people maybe rent or have at their parties to elevate their entertainment It's experience? really amazing. There's so many different things that you can get, even the, you know, just basic lighting. Mm-hmm. Um, and going back to one of the first DJ companies I worked for, they used... You remember if you're when your dad might have worked in his garage, he would have those clamp on yep. work lights. Mm-hmm. That's what we used as DJ <laughs> lights when when I first started, wow. and it was just color bulbs or a uh, a, a color shell with a, a gel over it. Um, and it's come so far with LED right. uh, lighting. LED doesn't really draw a lot of power. Back in the day when I started at Cutting Edge, I mean we would lug around these um, these par. 56s, these big cans, and they would consume a lot of power and you had to make sure that you had enough power supplied by the venue. Um, but the LED lighting, it just does all different kinds of things. Yeah. Um, and we have these, you know, the moving heads and the flashing lights and even fog. Fog isn't really used a whole lot anymore. It's now called haze. Mm. It's, uh, it's much easier for breathing and for seeing. It's just a little light mist that has the same effect. Oh, interesting. Um, and the lights that go through that. So, you know, uh, dance floor lighting has come a long way and there's a lot of different things that you can do. If you really want to look like a club, you can have the big trussing. Uh, we do that more for uh, proms and school dances, okay. not so much for a hundred person wedding. Um, but there's a lot of things in between. So and that's like the big lights on, you know, like pipes. Up yeah, that's, over. that's called trussing. Okay. <laughs> and there's all these different fixtures that come down and, and really create the the atmosphere that you want on a dance floor. So that's just regular dance floor lighting. Then there's up lighting and uh, up lighting has been around for quite a while, but a lot of times it was wired. If you want all the lights to do the same thing, there's a a cable Mm. called a DMX cable and it goes from fixture to fixture and it would take forever to, to uh, get all of this stuff hooked up. Um, So some of our newest lights, they're called Rockville lights and they're just uh, pars, but they all, signal into a controller and oh. and you have like what looks like an audio mixer but you can control all your lights with these flicks of uh the uh faders how cool um so you instantly can change all of the lights in the room instantly wow. on just uh on just a little lighting control is that like bluetooth or um it is kind of like bluetooth <laughs> it's a like a 
a Wi-Fi signal where you're you're communicating yeah. a signal from one to the other. And how does that change the game for the ability to, I don't know, create the space differently? Um, it, there's just a lot of different things that you can do with it. Um, yeah. Usually uh, a wedding couple might have their wedding colors and mm -hmm. you can set the uplighting accordingly. Um, if you want it on static colors as your guests walk into the room, um, you can change it later once the dance floor opens up and have it move to the beat of the music as well. Yeah. And now, like I said, with this controller, it's just a couple of, you know, button flips and you're, and you're there. Right. And the risk of your guests tripping over cords and things like that right. is and probably they're so, significantly less. They're so easy to set up. You place them on the wall and you, and you turn them on. That's awesome. So it's much easier than it used to be even, you know, seven, eight years ago. Yeah. And explain to me a little bit more about this new haze situation. So the haze, it's just, um, uh, it's a water-based mist is really all it is. There's a, a hazer or a haze machine that uh, expels the mist and it's projected up towards the lighting and it really adds a cool effect uh, for the lights that are moving around and so forth. You don't see just the dot on the dance floor. You see the beam of light moving around oh. like you would like you would in a club and or a concert. For those of us who don't know the difference, how is that different than the fog machines that maybe we remember and like, yeah, yeah. like, <laughs> you know, like so, drowning you yeah, out of the... Fog is just very dense um, mm. and it is more apt to set off smoke detection systems mm. um, it's a little more irritable if you have any kind of breathing problems you can't see through it if there's a lot of it um, so it's just it's a much easier you know solution to to use yeah I smell I like think of fog machines and I smell Halloween in my head for some right. reason <laughs> right um, so. But I love the idea of this haze. It sounds and the lighting. It just sounds everything sounds a little bit safer. Yeah, like yeah. less fire hazard, less you know control people control hazard and yeah. And this might be a good transition into cold sparks because mm. they are very uh, they're much safer than actual pyrotechnics. Yes. Before we get into the cold sparks, I want to okay. give a quick shout out to today's sponsor, Limelight Photography and Video Bridal Babes. If you are looking for a photographer, a videographer, why not get them in the same place. Limelight Photography and Video has a team that can provide both for your special day. I guarantee you're not going to want to miss out on having a videographer. This is one of the biggest regrets I hear people talk about when they're looking back at their weddings. So make sure you check out Limelight Photography and Video today on SanAntonioWeddings.com. They are ready to help capture your special day. So that's Limelight Photography and Video. Check them out today. Okay. Let's talk about cold sparklers. I definitely know I want these at my wedding. They just are so fun. Like... Well, people really, they see them, they see a video of them and it's like, oh my God, I, gotta, I, can, I have to have them at my wedding. Yeah. Um, and they're just, uh, they're much safer. They're not, uh, it, it's not, and I don't know all the scientifics around it, but I know that there are these little granules and they shoot 10 feet in the air. Looks really cool. But when you go to put your hand in it, um, you feel a little stinging because you have these pellets that are being thrust yeah. into your hand, but it's not on fire yeah. and it's not hot. <laughs> it's cold. Um, and you could do two or four, or you can have them as the bride and groom enter into the room for the first time, uh, or it really helps to make a, a grand exit, yeah. you know, as you leave the reception at the yeah. end of the night. And these are fun. I feel like there are a lot of venues. Most venues probably don't allow 
not cold sparkler, like the the actual fire sparklers. Right, because there's so much involved with that. You need to have a, a fire marshal. Yeah. You have to have permits and, and all kinds of stuff. That's so, too much. Yeah. <laughs> but they work really good outside. There is a little bit of a, a dust that forms on the floor, but, you know, simple vacuum or broom, you know, cleans it up right away. It's oh, not okay. that messy. Yeah, I didn't even know there was like a particle coming out of it. Yeah, it's a little envelope costs like 50 bucks for this little wow. envelope um but it's the granule that goes into the machine and the machine heats up but that's just to expel the the sparks right. wow so. that's so cool yeah cold sparklers are such a fun way to elevate anything the entrance right. the Absolutely. exit just moments on the dance floor exactly yeah i love it so what about like photo booths and other forms of entertainment that people might not necessarily have considered like an entertainment sector of the wedding industry, mm -hmm. but this is very much a form yeah, of entertainment. Photo booths have been uh, around, you know, in a popular sense for probably eight, nine, 10 years. Yeah. And we've had uh, a couple of ours for six or seven now, and I think we're up to five, but there's a few different styles. There's a pedestal booth. Um, we have a really fun mirror booth with a bunch of animations yes. and, um, digital props that you can put on your creations. They have the 360 photo booth, which is awesome. Um, we haven't gotten into that just yet. That's probably something down the road, maybe next year. Um, but there's a lot of different styles and the template can be customized for your event. Yeah. Um, a lot of different ways to make it fun. There's uh, physical props and everybody loves those. The people that might've had one too many cocktails like to take those and leave the photo booth area and walk <laughs> around the party with the big pimp daddy hat. But uh, yeah, there's a lot of different things that you could do with photo booths and they're, they're so much fun. We do probably a photo booth at almost every other wedding, I would wow. think. So. And I feel like even though they just came into popularity in the last 10 years, there's a lot that has changed in the world of photo booths. I remember when I was in high school, one of my mom or my friend's moms just set up like her own camera with a backdrop and, you know, some feather boas. But now there's that digital interaction. You can choose between right. a boomerang or a GIF and right. all these different things that really just elevate the experience for your guests. Right, exactly. There's um, another thing that they uh, do, and I don't, I, I don't speak Spanish, but it's la la hora vida. Okay. Um, which is the crazy hour, yeah. and some so some uh, Spanish clients will do that for their last hour. Um, and there's a lot of different things that you can get. Um, I'm sure there's a lot of vendors that you have that supply all different kinds of things that you can do. And it's gone through phases of chocolate fountains and ice sculptures and, and all of those different things. So there's a whole variety of different things that you can do to really deliver a bit of a wow factor to yeah. your guests. Yeah. So what would you say are some of the most popular requests that you get from couples? Um, and we're not talking music, right? Right. That's for next, the entertainment. That, okay. Yes. We'll stay um, on that for part two. <laughs> but I think a lot of it is that they are just looking for a specific type of personality to execute their day. Hmm. Um, you know, so that's, we're asked for that quite a bit, but really every, every client has something different. And so the one thing that I'm really happy about that we can do is we can try and accommodate that as best we can. Yeah. We don't have the big disco dance floor like you might see in Saturday Night Fever, but uh, we know who does and yeah. we, can, we can get that for you. Or we can rent a, a dance floor if you need one for a backyard, for example. But those are really the big things. A lot of times people 
don't know what they want until they see something that they might like. Right. Um, that's why I like our, our office so much. We have a little meeting room and we have all of these effects. Yeah. And uh, we've hooked it up, so we just flip a switch on the wall. And so all of this stuff comes on and they're like, oh, we'd like that. How much is that? And how much is this? <laughs> and so there's all these different effects that they can add because they, you know, they might have seen them somewhere. Or they just really like them when we show them the effect. Yeah. And one other thing I wanted to talk about is the dancing on clouds. Yes. This, this big Cinderella moment yes. for the first dance. Yep. Is that with the haze machine or is that something else that you guys do? That's something entirely different. Okay. Um, it's a dry ice cloud. Oh. And so a dry ice cloud just hangs out near the floor. Haze and stuff usually rises. Yeah. Um, and so the dry ice cloud is on the floor and that is why it looks like you're dancing on the clouds. Um, it's an effect that lasts between four and five minutes if all of the atmospheric conditions are just right. right. And then we light up the cloud and it just really creates some awesome pictures. Oh, beautiful. Um, but it is an effect that just lasts for a few minutes. There's a lot of things that we have to make sure that are arranged in advance. We can't have the AC has to be turned off right. for a little while. Ceiling fans off. Doors have to be closed. Doors closed. Yeah. Uh, we have to make sure that there's no children taking their face and putting it in the cloud and breathing. Oh my gosh. Um, it's generally safe overall, unless you're sitting in right. a cloud breathing that right. over and over again. Um, so there's a lot of little things that we have to look after, but uh, that's always a, a fun effect. Um, and when it goes off successfully, successfully, people are just very, very impressed with it. Yeah, it definitely brings the wow factor. Yes, yeah. exactly. Okay. Is there any piece of advice that you would give to couples who are just starting to look into the world of entertainment? Maybe they don't know what they're wanting. Obviously, I would say go to Cutting Edge Entertainment, look at your showroom, experience it in person. But what right. else would you tell them? Um, really, it's just, it, it really boils down to, you know, doing your homework. Um, and whether it's us or someone else going and sitting with them and talking to them, um, I think is the most valuable. If you uh, fill out a form somewhere online and you get a response and you email back and forth, you know, that's one, you know, one part of it, but I really think you need to go all the way and go talk to somebody and ask them, okay, what do you do in this situation? Yeah. Or how long have you been around? Or what happens when one of your, uh, you know, DJs test positive for COVID? Mm. And I just had that happen this morning and he's scheduled for an event on Saturday and we're of the size that we totally have that covered. Yeah. But you have to be prepared for things like mm -hmm. that and, and think about, you know, what is your rain plan? And I know brides that, you know, when they mention rain plan, they don't even want to think about that. They want to think that it's going to be a beautiful right. 78 degrees and sunny on uh -huh. their wedding day, but that isn't always what happens. So I think uh, the main thing I think would just to be to go and talk to not only your DJ, but just all of your vendors and make sure that they're the right fit for you because you don't want to realize that they aren't the right fit for you on your wedding day. Right. Yeah. And you know, everyone has their own preferences and priorities. So just exactly. figuring out what those are and yeah, understanding exactly what you're signing up for and right. all the contingency plans that follow exactly. for sure. Yep. Great advice, Ron. You bet. Thanks. Thank you so much for coming into the studio okay. to talk about all this. Well, it's great I, to be here. Yeah. I can't wait for part two. So bridal babes, stay tuned. Tavin is going to come in and yep. talk all about music trends. So don't forget the 
buzz doesn't have to stop here. We are everywhere online on your favorite social media platforms, and we have new episodes that come out every week for Bridal Buzz. Don't forget to like, subscribe, turn on your notifications, do all of that good stuff, and check out Limelight Photography and Video today on SanAntonioWeddings.com. Make sure you also check out Cutting Edge Entertainment with Ron. Again, thank you so much. They have been around in the industry for so long. They definitely know what they're doing and they have so many fun things that will help elevate your wedding experience. So with that, let's say goodbye and we'll see you in part two. Thank you.